You're listening to the Misty Creek Community Church Podcast. To learn more about Misty Creek Community Church, visit our website at mistycreekchurch.org. Today's message is from Senior Pastor Stephen Street. I want to introduce a, uh, a brief video clip to you so you know the context here. How many of you have ever seen the movie Bruce Almighty? Okay. And uh, so there's a, you may know this, Morgan Freeman plays God. Is that not the coolest thing? Uh, he plays God in this movie, and uh, Jim Carrey plays Bruce Nolan. He is a news anchor wannabe, but he's not a news anchor wannabe, and he goes through a pretty tragic time in his life. Everything goes wrong in his life. Um, he's starting to lose his girlfriend. Grace is her name, how appropriate. Jennifer Aniston, is, she plays that role. And so he's down on his luck. He's about to give up, and Morgan Freeman appears to him and endows Bruce Nolan, Jim Carrey, with all of his powers. And Bruce has all these powers, but he becomes overwhelmed. And so in this scene, he has just said to God, I surrender to your will. I cannot do this anymore. So watch this scene. Can't kneel down in the middle of a highway and live to talk about it, son. But why? Why now? Bruce, you have the divine spark. You have the gift for bringing joy and laughter to the world. I know, I created you. Quit bragging. <laughs> See, that's, that's what I'm talking about. That's the spark. What do you want me to do? I want you to pray, son. Go ahead. Use them. Um, Lord, feed the hungry and bring peace to all of mankind. How's that? Great. If you want to be Miss America. <laughs> now, come on. What do you really care about? Grace. Grace. You want it back? Jehovah El Roy, 
the God who sees. The God who sees me. The God who sees you. He sees you. And all of you have the divine spark. Every one of you. Those watching, those online, and even those who aren't aware of it. They have the divine spark. God has placed that in each and every human being when he breathed into us the breath of life. He is Jehovah Jireh. He's the God who provides. And as he provided for Ashlyn through some of her darkest times, he's brought her now into a marvelous light. And we are all children of that light. For in him there is no darkness whatsoever, only light. And so as we go into this uh, final sermon on prayer, teach us to pray, a nation that calls on the Lord. This is the, the third part of the sermon series. Today is connecting with God through prayer. Do you think God hears you? Elohim Shema, the God who hears. Yes, He hears you. He hears the cries of your heart. He hears you before you even speak to Him, before you even pray, because He knows your thoughts. He knows your mind. But more importantly, He knows your heart because He created your heartbeat. You are alive because of Him and His goodness. So in this scene today, God asked Bruce to pray. Now, at first, Bruce's prayer is obviously not of the heart. He's got a nice prayer there. If he wants to be Miss America, that was great, as he said in a clip. When God asked Bruce to pray for a second time, the prayer is from his heart. He prays for his girlfriend, and they weren't even girlfriend and boyfriend anymore. And he prays for grace, appropriately named. He prays from his heart. Morgan Freeman, a.k.a. God, says, Grace, you want her back? Bruce Nolan pauses for a moment. He says, no, I want her to be happy. I believe that God not only wants you to be happy, because we all know happy is temporary. He wants you to have his joy. Jesus says it beautifully, doesn't he? That you would have his joy. If you remain in him, you can have the joy of the Lord. And the joy of the Lord is what? Your strength. You see, joy is not temporary. It's not of this world. It's eternal. Just like hope is. And love. Those aren't human concepts. We think they are. They come directly from God. Just like all those beautiful fruits of the Spirit we read about in Galatians 5. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness. And the one you struggle with. Self-control. Those are given to us from the Father of lights, the creator of all of humankind. And we expound upon those as we connect to him because he is the vine. Jesus says it very clearly in John 15. He says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me, fruit will abound, abundant in measure. Come taste the fruit and see. Because apart from me, you can do nothing. But when you're connected to me, I not only hear you, I see you, 
and I respond to you, and I will answer you. But I will ask you, God will ask you to be persistent in your prayers. Don't stop just because you don't get what you want. But Jesus reminds us, I will always give you what you need. So don't worry about those things. He says this beautifully in Matthew's Gospel when he says, don't worry about what you're going to eat and what you're going to drink and what you're going to wear, where you're going to sleep, and if you've got shelter over your head or not. I'm going to provide those things for you. It might not be as luxurious as you'd like. Our flight today to Israel, we might like to be in first class. Most of us are toward the back of the plane near the bathroom. We get a deal, okay? It's just the way it is. And we'll complain, don't have enough leg room, can't get our neck comfortable. We'll get one of those neck pillows and it really won't help us. We'll still have a crink in our neck. There'll be people talking in the middle of the night with the light on, reading. You'll be like, really? And eating a Slim Jim. Do you know how those things smell on a plane? <laughs> but that's just the way it goes. And so when I think about Bruce's first prayer and why it was so ineffective, it's because many of us pray like that. We're trying to be impressive. I'm going to really make this sound good so God will be impressed with me. He just wants to hear from your heart. That's what he wants to hear. And when he hears from your heart, he responds from his heart. How about that? To know that your prayers are heard and responded to from the heart of God. What do you think God wants from us when we pray? Just think about that. You don't have to necessarily answer that, but be considering that in your mind. What does God want from us when we pray? What does prayer mean to you? Is it a daily discipline? Is it something that you continually do? Several centuries ago, the famous Protestant reformer Martin Luther made a couple of interesting observations about prayer that are still helpful today. Both of his observations are in the form of what prayer is not. So here we go. First, Prayer is not telling God something that God otherwise would not know. When we pray, we're not bringing God up to date on what's going on. Well, God, here's what's going on. I know you're busy and you probably don't have a clue. As Jesus commanded or he commented to his disciples, God knows what we need even before we speak. Prayer does not tell God anything. Second, Prayer is not a means of forcing God to do something that God otherwise would not do. Prayer is not a, a leverage with God or a way to manipulate God. What God does, God does because of who God is, because of God's gracious nature. Prayer does not make God do anything. Even Jesus answered. He prayed, not as I will but as you will. And in the Lord's Prayer, he asked us to pray, your will be done. What do you think about Martin Luther's thoughts on what prayer is not? What do you think prayer is or does? Here's what prayer is. Prayer brings us closer to God. We grow in faith as we develop our relationship with God. Relationships require communication, don't they? Prayer is conversation. It's talking to God and listening to God. 
Prayer changes us. Prayer makes us aware of who we are, of who God is. We do not fully understand prayer. It's more than we can grasp, but we do know that prayer has power. Jesus reminds us in Luke 11, verses 1 through 4, that prayer is something we can learn how to do. Romans 8, 26, that Patricia read for us, reminds us that we do not have to have perfect ways to pray. When we pray, God's Spirit knows what is in our hearts and intercedes for us. Sometimes we just be still in the presence of God and He already knows and He hears the prayers of our hearts before we even speak those prayers. Avoid generic prayers like, God, be with us. He already promised He would be with us always in Matthew 28, 20. Tell the Lord precisely what you're asking Him to do. Then trust Him to answer in whatever way is best. His ways are so much higher than my ways and your ways, folks. F.B. Meyer was right when he said, The greatest tragedy of life is not unanswered prayer, but unoffered prayer. To think that some of you, maybe a lot of us, those watching, have gone an entire day before, or maybe several days, without praying. Without connecting to God. That would be a travesty, wouldn't it? But if we were to be honest, we've most likely done that before. Jesus understands that prayer positions us to experience God's best. It's the means by which we connect directly with our Lord, a direct connection to that vine. When we read devotionals, and a lot of you read devotionals, I know you like to share them with me, we're reading about God. When we listen to podcasts and sermons, we're hearing about God, and all that's good. But when we pray, we are talking to God. So don't replace talking to God about learning about God or listening about God from somebody else. I'm guilty of that. You're guilty of that. You're over-podcasted. Too many messages coming at one time. I had one guy say one time, he said, I'm getting burned out. I said, why? He says, I feel like I'm, I'm over-churched. I was like, you're OC'd? He said, man, I'm just too many directions, too many things going on, too much stimulation, too many too much smoke and mirrors and all this stuff. And I said, well, what, what is it that you need? I think I even said, what do you want? He says, I just really would like to connect with God. And it's hard to do that with everything else going on and being thrown at me. I got to read this. I got to do this. I got to act this way. When all I really need to do is being in, be in touch and in tune with my Heavenly Father through prayer. It can be very organic. I told the teenagers this morning at Panera, I said, you can talk to God just like I'm talking to you right now. Out loud. With your eyes wide open if you're driving or out jogging, whatever you're doing, as you're going about your day, you can just be talking to Him. That's communication. That's connection. That's prayer. That is talking to God. A carpenter, like our own Carl Culpepper. Carl is a really good carpenter, and he's watching right now, he and Melissa. And praise God, Melissa, everything went well with your surgery. Hallelujah. So, like a carpenter, like Carl, 
A carpenter must touch the wood he intends to shape. A surgeon must touch the body she intends to heal. When we pray, God gets His hands on us. His hands are on us. His righteous right hand is on us. That is why continual prayer is taught so consistently throughout the Scriptures. I love 1 Thessalonians 5.17. You know this one. Pray without what? Ceasing. Just keep on praying. You don't even have to throw an amen in there. Just keep on praying. Colossians 4.2 tells us to continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. And Romans 12.12 calls us to rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. So when Ashlyn was going all through that stuff in her life, I could bet you that her mama was praying. Even in the midst of the tragedy and all that was going on, that she was praying. And God moved the mountains out of the way. So that Ashlyn could stand here today and testify to the goodness of the Jesus she loves so much. And she expresses that to her youth group. I can talk all day long to these guys, throw out some memorized scripture and all that, but they're going to hear a lot more from a young lady like that testifying from her heart than anything that I say. And I'm thankful for these young people who are being raised up to be disciples, to be servants, and to be witnesses for Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God for that. You know, Jesus was clear about all of this in Matthew 7 when he says, Ask, and it will be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and the door shall be opened. For when you ask, it will be given. When you seek, you shall find. I love that. And when you knock, the door shall be opened. I love it, don't you? Now, a more literal translation of the original Greek language would say this. Ask and keep on asking. I like that, don't you? Ask and keep on asking. Seek and keep on seeking. Knock and keep on knocking. Like we learned last week, it's not that persistent prayer wears God out. But it positions us to experience His presence and receive His grace. So let's respond today and position ourselves before the presence and grace of God as we spend time in prayer. And I want us to begin with this passage this morning. We're going to throw this up here for you. Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. At the same time, pray also for us that God may open to us a door for the Word to declare the mystery of Christ on account of which I'm in prison, that I may make it clear, which is how I ought to speak, walk in wisdom toward outsiders, making the best use of the time. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. So we're going to spend a few moments in silent reflection I mean, if I'm going to teach you on prayer for three weeks, we ought to be doing some praying. And I want to thank you for those who responded to those prayer cards. I've heard some amazing testimonies from how you responded and connected with people through those cards. I invite you to continue to do that. Maybe you've made a new connection with someone you didn't know that well before. So as we reflect today, I'm going to ask you just to bow your heads. Or if you're one of these that don't need to bow your head, you just like to lift your hands up and look up and receive as you're praying. But I want you to do this. Ask the Lord to show you where your heart is in this morning.
where your heart is this morning. Ask Him to search your thoughts, your feelings, and desires, and to speak to you. You might simply say, search my heart, O God. Remove anything that's in me that's wicked. Keep me from you, Lord. Search my thoughts and my feelings and my desires. Refocus, recalibrate my heart. now let's spend a few moments just giving thanks to God for His kindness, His mercy, His faithfulness, His grace. You can add to that. Whatever you want to thank Him for, just spend a moment with Him thanking Him. And now, I want you to pray for open doors for the Word in our families, friend circles, Misty Creek, our communities, cities, and the world. This is up on the monitors if you don't remember what I just said. Pray for open doors for the Word in our families, friend circles, Misty Creek, our communities, cities, and the world. And now let us pray for wisdom and how to engage those outside Misty Creek. How to make the best use of our time to do effective ministry to reach others. Each one, reach one is our challenge for 2023. We're even getting t-shirts and long sleeve shirts made with that on the back of it. You can pre-order one today before you leave to remind you in our community that we're about reaching others for Christ. Ask the Lord to shape your thoughts, strategies, and plans to give clarity to your decisions. Not only are we to pray that God would guide us to someone who needs Jesus, and I pray that prayer every day. Put somebody in my path that needs you, Lord. If you pray that prayer, He will do it. But also pray this morning, because some of you need this specifically for Him to give you clarity in your decisions. Maybe it's about the job you interviewed for. A big decision you've got to make regards, in regards to school or moving. Relationships. Pray that He would give you clarity. 
direction. Lord, we know that you know us. You see us. You hear us. You love us. We know that you will never fail us. We know that you are the God who listens. So we ask you to hear the cry of our hearts. Lord, this morning, I pray that if there's anyone here in this place today, whether they're here in person on campus or watching online, if they do not know you as Lord and Savior of their lives, Lord, I pray that they would open their hearts to receive you this very moment. If you desire to walk with Jesus all the days of your life, And to have the promise of eternity right now in your heart. And to know that one day you will inherit the keys to the kingdom and you'll live forever. In paradisio, paradise with Jesus. Where there's no more pain, no sorrow, no tears, no more depression, no more anxiety. You'll have peace that passes all understanding. I'd invite you to pray this prayer right now. I pray it every day as a reminder of who I am and whose I am. Dear Jesus, I know you hear me. I know I've screwed up, made some mistakes, but you've never failed me. You've never failed me. You've always loved me despite myself. In this very moment, Lord, I seek to live according to your ways. I give you my heart, Jesus. I surrender to you and your will. Forgive me for falling short of who you created me to be. I know that nothing that I've done or said is beyond your grace and your forgiveness. So today I'm asking, Lord, redeem me set me free to be who you created me to be. I love you, Jesus. And I make you the Lord of my life, my Savior. For all the days of my life, I will serve you. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. And all God's people sin. We hope you were inspired by today's message. For more sermons from Misty Creek Community Church, be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you like to stream your podcasts. You can also watch videos of our sermons and complete services on the Misty Creek Community Church YouTube channel. And while you're there, be sure to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. For more information about our church, including our mission, location, service times, and more, visit our website at mistycreekchurch.org. God bless you, and thank you for listening.